Welcome to Enjoying the Journey with Evangelist Scott Pauling. Today, we are on a journey through Scripture. We hope you'll join us as we make 66 stops through each book of the Word of God. In our journey through the Word of God, we have come to the last stop that Moses is allowed to make with us. Oh, his name will come up at other places in Scripture, but this is the final book that Moses wrote under inspiration of the Holy Spirit before he left this world and went to be with God. And that, my friends, is the book of Deuteronomy, the last book of the Pentateuch, and a very important capstone on everything we've studied up to this point. In many ways, Genesis through Numbers gives you this human story, what's going on with mankind and with the children of Israel. But it is Deuteronomy that gives some real divine significance. Here there are some lasting principles laid out both for the children of Israel and also for us. Uh, this book of Deuteronomy is both a conclusion and a transition. You'll remember that God is not a God of endings, He's a God of new beginnings. Well, Deuteronomy is not just the end of the Pentateuch, but it is a movement in Scripture into the rest of the story. It is, in many ways, the conclusion of the old generation and a transition to a new generation. It's a conclusion of their pilgrimage through the wilderness, and it's a transition to the possession of Canaan. It's the conclusion of tents and manna and a transition to houses and milk and honey. We're coming there soon in the book of Joshua. In that way, this both brings to a close the Pentateuch and bridges the gap to the rest of the historical books of the Old Testament. One interesting feature of the book of Deuteronomy, though God is love, He has always been love, is that Deuteronomy is the first place in the Bible where we get a glimpse of the love of God. Oh, it's been demonstrated from the very first page. But it's in Deuteronomy 4 verse 37 that the Bible gives the first mention of it, and it says, "...because He loved thy fathers, therefore He chose their seed." May I just pause and say to you, my friend today, every good thing in your life, every blessing is because God loves you. Everything we know through salvation is because God loves you. Everything we have to look forward to in the future is because God loves you. You see, it is the love of God that puts history in real spiritual perspective. Moses is 120 years old. He's come to the end of his journey, but he knows the next generation has to go on. That's true in every generation, you see. And he gives three messages in the book of Deuteronomy. The first message looks back. It is a retrospective message. You find it in chapters 1 through 4. It focuses really on Israel's past. But then in chapters 5 through 26, he gives an introspective message. He says, now let's look within. It's the longest of the three messages because it's where they're living. It's their present. It's interesting, but we can all look back at the past and we can rejoice in victories and we can have regrets over defeats. But my friend, the past is gone and the future is bleak if the present is not right. God is a present tense God. He's working where you are today. And right where you are, He wants you to look at yourself, to look at your own heart, to examine yourself. You cannot move forward if you will not be right with God today. At the end of this message, He moves to a third message, which is 
a prospective message, the prospect of the future. So he moves from the past to the present to the future. And the future message is in chapters 27 through 34. He, he gets them ready for the promised land. He reminds them of some things they're going to need to know to take the next step on this journey. I see in this a beautiful picture of what the Lord's doing in all of our lives. Pause and look at your past. Thank God for His grace and His goodness. But where you are today, get your own heart thoroughly right with God because then and only then can you be ready for all that God has for you. Now the book of Deuteronomy is God's message. It was God's message to Israel, of course, immediately. But there's a message in it for us. Deuteronomy chapter 1 verse 3 says, It came to pass in the 40th year. Remember, they've been wandering for 40 years. In the 40th year, in the 11th month, on the first day of the month, that Moses spake unto the children of Israel, according unto all that the Lord had given in commandment unto them. It wasn't Moses' message. It was God's message. God is the one that says, look at your past. God is the one that says, look at the, the present. God is the one that says, look to the future. You see, God wants to work in my life and in your life today on this journey. The key passage in the book of Deuteronomy, if I had to narrow it down to one, is found in Deuteronomy chapter 6. I want to encourage you to do something today. I want to encourage you to read it for yourself but I want you to go a step further. Read it with your family. Sit your children down to your grandchildren. Read it together because it covers the past, the present, and the future. Let me read just a little. Deuteronomy chapter 6 and verse 4 says, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord, and thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thine heart, with all thy soul, with all thy might. And these words which I commanded this day shall be in thine heart. By the way, the Lord Jesus quoted this very passage of Scripture. It might interest you to know that of all of the Old Testament Scriptures that Jesus quoted from, He quoted more from Deuteronomy than any other. And it is the book that He quoted in every one of His temptations. Now stop and ponder that just a moment. It seems like if this book of Deuteronomy was important to the Lord Jesus, it ought to be very important to us. It's quoted more than 80 times in the New Testament. And so we ought to give attention to it. And one of the first things we ought to give attention to is this. Do I truly love the Lord? Do I love Him today with all my heart, with all my soul, with all my might? And then, once I have that right, listen to verse 7, And thou shalt teach them diligently unto thy children, and shalt talk of them when thou sittest in thine house, and when thou walkest by the way, and when thou liest down, and when thou risest up. What's he doing? He's saying, pass it on. It's not just about your past. It's not even about where you are today. It's about the future. God has something special for you. God has something for your children, for your grandchildren. This has always been God's way, that truth would be passed on from generation to generation. And then He warns them. He says, once you've come into the land of Canaan, once you've inherited the promise, listen to verse 12 of Deuteronomy 6, then beware, beware lest thou forget the Lord, which brought thee forth out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage, Thou shalt fear the Lord thy God and serve Him and shalt swear by His name. He shall not go after other gods of the gods of the people which are round about you. What's he doing? He's saying the great danger in the midst of blessing is to forget the blesser. May I pause for just a moment and ask you, when was the last time you stopped and just said, Thank you, Jesus? When was the last time you looked to your Heavenly Father and thanked Him for every good blessing that He's given? Beware lest thou forget the Lord. The great message of the book of Deuteronomy is a message of remembrance. 
You see, the old generation had forgotten some things. They'd forgotten the Lord. And he's warning a new generation, another generation, don't commit the same sin. Remember your unfaithfulness and God's faithfulness. Remember the consequences of sin. Remember that God's way is always best. Remember that God has so much for you. Do not forget the Lord. You know, the first step to disobedience is forgetfulness. And if that's true, then the first step to real obedience, the obedient Christian life, is remembrance. Deuteronomy literally means second law. Did you ever get tired of your parents saying something over and over and over again until you became a parent and found yourself repeating yourself? Why is that? Because children don't always get it the first time, do they? And even if they've heard it before, they need to hear it again. Well, our Heavenly Father gives us this repetition, this reminder. Why? Because He wants us to remember Him. Friend, as we come to the end of the Pentateuch, know this, seasons come and go. But we're not just ending one season. We're about to begin a new one. God has so much for you. Beware, lest thou forget the Lord. Friend, did you know that the purpose of the Bible is not to know the Bible, the facts, the people, the places, but instead the purpose of the Bible is to know God. Do you know Him? Do you know that God has already done everything necessary for you to know Him? Jesus Christ, God's Son, died on the cross and rose again from the dead to pay for your sin debt. It is our prayer that you will trust Jesus today. If you'd like additional help in your Christian life, be sure to visit our website, scottpauley.org. Among the many resources we have available, we're excited to make available to you a Journey Through Scripture daily Bible reading plan. This will be a tremendous help in our current study. Until next time, may God help you to enjoy the journey.